Hey friends, this is the Covenant Courses Podcast, and my name's Weston Brown, and we're currently in a study called Missional Essentials, and in each episode, I'm interviewing my friend Brad Briscoe, who is the author of a book called Missional Essentials, and today we're getting into Lesson 7, which is all about sustainability. Uh, Following Jesus is hard. Uh, Certainly stepping into the mission of God as a servant to other people is hard. It requires sort of a death to self, a death to our own agenda, setting aside our comfort. And all of those things are really challenging. And at times it can seem like we're supposed to just live our normal life in the way that everyone else does, but then add all of these Jesus-y things to our everyday life. And inevitably for many people, that just leads to a point of burnout. So today we're going to talk about what it could look like for us to find a place of greater sustainability that allows us to continually press into the mission of Jesus uh, on a regular basis, but not inevitably find ourselves in this place of burnout. So let's get into our chat today, and I'll catch you guys at the end of today's episode. So let's talk a little bit about sustainability in that, because that's a, you know, sustainability and mission is so key because of this posture of servanthood that you've described. Like if you are spending all of your time serving others, pouring out your life to other people, there, there will naturally come a point of burnout in that. Um, so how should we be thinking about sustainability in this so that it truly can be an, an, an all of life thing and something that we're able to continually walk in um, without finding a place of burnout or feeling like we've just completely spent ourselves on, on others? Yeah, well, that is a great question. That's a big question. I think there's a couple things involved there. Uh, one is, once again, we have to do this in community because we need the voices of other people speaking into what we're engaging in. So we, we need to do this collectively. You don't just do this on your own, but you need to have other believers that are helping you think about, uh, are you overextending? Should you be engaged in that sort of thing? I mean, we just, you know, I like to say mission is best done as communal activity. But the second thing that I would say is, you know, again, in an earlier lesson, we talked about participation in the Missio Dei, and I I share these four D words. We have to discover, discern, uh, do, and debrief. Well, one of those is the the second one, discern. There's a question I always like. We I do this for myself personally, and we do this as a family. So after you discover what God is already doing, the second question we have to ask is, in light of our gifts and resources. How does God want us to participate? And here's one of the key uh, reasons I asked the question like that, is that we can't do it all. Mm-hmm. There, We know there are so many needs out there. We can't do it all. We can't solve all the problems. We can't do it individually. We can't do it as a family, and we can't do it as a church family. So I think one of the ways we try to keep from burning out and doing too much is we we need to discern the, and how to connect the gifts and resources God has given us to what we've discovered he's already doing. So that means there's some things you might say, man, there's a need there, but we don't have the gifts and resources to speak into that or to engage that. But we do have the gifts and resources to do this over here. So I think that's not 
like it to limit what we engage in, but it's just to match up the gifts and resources God has given us. And if there is an issue in your city, it's like, man, somebody needs to take care of that. There's probably someone else, another church that has the gifts and resources to do that. Again, this isn't a cop out to keep from engaging that. I just think we need a better job of matching the resources we have individually as a family and as a church family to engage the right thing that God's calling us to do. Hmm. If that makes sense. <laughs> it does. And and you guys dig into this deeply here in chapter seven. Um, two things, uh, just in terms of like spiritual practices or spiritual disciplines that, that y'all zoom in on are prayer and Sabbath. Um, I think prayer is, is, is something of a given. Um, Sabbath is to me, the piece that is most foreign to us is, is, has been so practiced so little by most of us. Do you do you have any thoughts on how just as individuals we could begin to to wade into the practice of Sabbath in our in in our families and in our individual lives? Yeah, well, and you know, um I think just the concept of Sabbath, Jesus talks about in Mark chapter 2 where he says the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. I think that's you know, it's crucial. It, you know, the whole idea of the seventh day and I love, and I think we quote this in that le lesson, uh, Rabbi Abraham Heschel talks about the Sabbath. It's not the Sabbath isn't there for you to rest. So you can do really well the other six days. Mm. He flips it and says, no, the six days like leads to the Sabbath. He, he calls the Sabbath, like the climax of living that, that yeah. that's, it's a day of rest and celebration. Um, and I'm not always good at that. And I know lots of people <laughs> that aren't, but, but here's what I think the way I, instead of having one full, like 24 hour day of Sabbath, I have, as I've gotten older, gotten much better at having more of a posture of the Sabbath throughout the day and throughout the week. So I, and I, let me see if this is helpful. I think it's absolutely crucial for us, especially in the current kind of culture that we live, that we have to unplug. We have to have very intentional times during the day or during the week that we unplug from our phones, we unplug from our computers, we un unplug from social media. And I've tried to uh, do that. And, and I feel like I've done pretty well with that over the last couple of years. Um, I engage social media quite a bit, but I took a, an eighth month sabbatical from social media, completely got off Facebook. Also, anytime I go somewhere and I'm with somebody um, nowadays, I don't take my phone out. I leave it in my pocket or I leave it in my computer bag. Uh, it's just things like that. And then I also think I'm better at this. And I think all of us need to be like, if you have vacation days, don't ever get to the end of the year and have vacation days left over. Yeah. Like you've been giving vacation days to take. So take your vacation days, take days off, uh, you know, Find times during the day and during the week that you don't do anything, you know, go for a walk, play, rest. Don't, you know, I think part of the Sabbath, it is about rest, but part of it is kind of like to push back against this culture of pr productivity or success that we have where, you know, the world tells us we just have to like have this tireless striving, you know, and I think that's part of the, part of the, the, the nature of the Sabbath is to, it's to push back on that. Um, and to realize though, it, it's not only okay, but it's good for you to have times where you do nothing. <laughs> yeah. And so I think Sabbath, yes, Jesus was talking about that day of rest, but if that's difficult or hard for you, 
uh, I think at the very least, you've got to find these like moments to where you can unplug and and experience rest. And to go back to your early conversation we had, Weston, about burnout. Otherwise, um, yeah, we're not created that way, right? Otherwise, you, there are going to be times in that you're going to feel uh, burned out emotionally or physically. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I loved that Heschel quote that you guys put in this chapter uh, because he says, Sabbath is not for the purpose of enhancing the efficiency mm, of, of that's one's good. work. Right. And that's how we think about it a lot of time, isn't it? it? Is, oh, I'm going to yeah. take a Sabbath so I can do better next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how I think about vacation to some extent, like work, 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 get to vacation. And, and vaca vacation is about recharging and regrouping for work like right. to, to, to get back at it. And I mean, I think that historically the Sabbath is primarily about being able to be in a place to just be with the Lord, mm, <laughs> right? right? To just, right. to just have space where I'm not physically working or mentally engaged in work so that I, I, I am freed up to just enjoy him and the, the good gifts that he's given me via my family or good food or music or, or whatever yes. the case may be. Yes. Um, and not just, to, that. not just to take a nap. Um, <laughs> are, are there, aside from a prayer and the Sabbath, are any other keys to just missional sustainability that you would uh, commend to us? Well, things I'd probably just echo things I've already said. Team. Yeah. We need to do this as a community. There'll certainly be times where God calls us individually to engage in mission, but whenever it's possible, I think we need to do it with other people for lots of different reasons of, of health. Um, and then also, uh, you know, an, another topic we we hit on later when we talk about hospitality is just the importance of margin. And, mm -hmm. and I just think that's really helpful language. I, the first time I was ever introduced to that concept of margin, I just thought it was just really helpful. That's a a good common shared language to have in the church to ask each other, uh, Hey, do you have margin in your calendar this week or this month? If you don't, how are you going to carve out margin? Like, how are you going to create space uh, that isn't already filled up? And I just think we need to, we need to have those spaces that aren't already filled up in our, in our daily calendar. Uh, so God can, in a sense, spontaneously interrupt us. So yeah. if our neighbor says, hey, can you come over and help me with such and such? You have the space to do that. And, and you don't have to say, well, I'm sorry, you know, I don't have any time today. So I just think that the concept of margin is is something else I think that's really helpful. Yeah, man, that community piece seems so big to me. I know you do a lot of work with church planners, and I'm just amazed at the number of church planners that will like try to parachute into some city just totally alone to try to plant a church, like just them and their family, no community around them, but Hey, we're going to go into this brand new place where we don't know people and try to try to do this thing. And it, I mean, like, I, I appreciate like the courage that it takes to do that, but yet at the same time, I'm, I'm also not surprised when those things fail because I, I, I mean, a, as a church planner, I, I never would have done this had I not had other people around me like and 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 kind of a little bit of an established community doing this with me um because i just i just don't i mean it was hard enough as it as it was i just can't imagine doing it alone um so yeah that that no matter what no matter what endeavor the lord has called you into or what context he's called you into that seems so key to me yeah absolutely mission is best done as a communal activity for sure and yeah even today 
yeah, if if a planter doesn't have a team, I, I'll just tell them you just need to push the pause button until you have a yeah. team because we've yeah. just seen that over and over and over again. Like it rarely does it work. Rarely does is there yeah. any level of sustainability there you just you have to have a, a team and there's a lot there too i mean even like what what does a team look like the different right. i think the, it's important the different gifts of the team and all of that so mm-hmm. uh, yeah and just any missional endeavor if at all possible uh try to try to have a team that's that's engaging that mission with you so this seems to be a recurring theme here in Missional Essentials, this idea of doing mission in community, that you are not an island unto yourself. Uh, God never intended it to be that way. It's part of the reason why he created the church. And as I said, man, I am so thankful for uh, the community that has been around me and my family as we have uh, stepped out as church planters and gone through the process of starting this and getting it going. Uh, just eternally grateful. And um, and still, it's not like I'm now in this place where I don't need people, right? And the same thing is true for you. We desperately need each other. So great stuff. We're going to continue in our next episode as we get into lesson eight. And we're going to talk about our resources and not just sustainability in terms of our energy or our time, Uh, but also sustainability in terms of things like our finances and uh, the things that God has entrusted to us to steward. So join us for that conversation next time.